Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Billy Steers, the creator of Tractor Mac, an anthropomorphic tractor who puts his helpfulness and strength to use on Stony Meadow Farm in a series of picture books. Starting in May, Tractor Mac is getting a new lease on life, with his adventures being re-released by Farrar, Strauss, and Giroux, an imprint of Macmillan Children's Publishing Group, which is sponsoring this podcast. In May, readers will also get to see a new story featuring Tractor Mac. In Tractor Mac New Friend, Mac welcomes a tractor named Daisy to the farm and helps her tackle a big job that awaits her. Thanks for speaking with me, Billy. Thanks for having me, John. So for people listening who may not be familiar with Tractor Mac and his history, can you sort of explain a bit about how these books originally got their start? Uh, sure. The, well, the books have been out now for about 15 years, and they originally started out as bedtime stories for my kids when they were little. And the first book came out in 99, and people seemed to like it, and it just kind of grew from there. Uh, so I've been doing about a book a year, just kind of taking baby steps to see how it all went. We started with publishers and ended up uh, self-publishing for the last 11 years, and that's worked out very well for us. And given that these uh, you know, started out as bedtime stories in a way, what are your kids, who I think are a bit older now, what do they think about the way the, the series has grown and the success you found with it? They love it, and they've, they've all carried their share of, of books up and downstairs and <laughs> in restocking, and they've gone to me, uh, with me to fairs and shows so they know that the books kind of help pay for their college tuitions, but they really enjoy it because they hide their names in the books, so they have a good time trying to find their names hidden in the artwork. And is there a lot of uh, yourself and your family and your upbringing in these books? Yeah, pretty well. The farmer bill in the books is based on my dad. Uh, he had a small farm here in Connecticut raising uh, sheep, but we had a lot of 4-H projects too. We had horses and pigs and chickens and uh so the horses, uh, the, both the names of the horses in the books are, are names of horses I had growing up. And uh, so some of the areas and some of the people and characters are, are kind of from my past. <laughs> you know, as you said, uh, the books were originally with a publisher, uh, Golden Books, at least some of them, but you've been self-publishing them now for years. Um, how have you found that whole experience of putting the books out there yourself? It's really been a, it's been a fun journey, and it was a little daunting at first, and I if I didn't already have... With publishers, we had the first four out already, and so there was a, a nice little following there already. So that kind of that helped in making the decision to jump into the water. And uh, so, but yeah, it's, a, it's always a little daunting when you're out laying for the printing costs yourself. We just deal directly with the printer. We don't use a, an online print company or anything. We just go right to the printer. And so it's a little daunting knowing that you know like your shipment is somewhere between you and the printer on its way, and <laughs> you don't really know what's going to happen with it. And, the books are, since they're farm-related, we've been kind of using a more non-traditional book-selling method. I go to agricultural fairs and tractor shows and, and farmer's markets and farm stands uh, to sell the books, and it's, been a, uh, it's worked for me uh, as far as going down that, that kind of process. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what do you think it is that is having readers connect uh, with these books in the way that they have? Uh, well, I, I try to make the books as colorful as I can, and I try to make them informational, and each one, each book has a little lesson, a little moral without being too preachy, I hope, um, and it's also a way to connect, because the less and less people are in the agricultural business, there's less family farms out there, there's still a lot of grandparents who remember something of the family farm, but a lot of the kids don't have that exposure, so I'm, in, in a way, I'm hoping that uh, 
um, educating a little bit about you know how a barn is built and how a tractor is repaired and how fields are planted and where food comes from. So I'm hoping that there's a little bit of information there for everybody. So you're you're having a good story and and learning a little bit along the way. I hope. And to go back to the self-publishing thing for a, a little bit, I think people know. You know, on, on a certain base level, that you know, to self-publish involves a lot of uh, a legwork on the part of the author. Um, has the success you've seen with this series involved just a lot of uh, groundwork and hitting the pavement on your part? You, you mentioned sort of taking those books out there yourself. Is that do you, do you think that plays a big role in just allowing something like this to to you know find its footing and take off? Yeah, it it, it does. I mean, it's you have to do the FaceTime. Um, I've been real, very fortunate in that my wife has been very helpful and instrumental. And, and if it were if it weren't for my wife, I would have two books on a coffee table selling them at a farmer's market, I think. But <laughs> um, it's been uh, really great to have her support and, and just kind of background. She has an agricultural economics background, so which I don't have. And I don't have any art background either. I'm all self-taught. Um, my other job is I'm an airline pilot, which helps take off some of the... Uh, uh, I don't have to do uh, book to book to, to pay my bills. Uh, the airline pays the bills and the, and the, and the tractor Mac books pay for college tuitions mostly. So that, that's helped not having to have that. But to answer your question, yeah, we have, we've done a lot of, uh, you know, cold calls, stopping in a farm stand, stopping in stores that I think would fit the books would fit in. And, you know, independent bookstores have been great and helpful as well. Let's talk a little bit about this, uh, the relaunch then. Um, is it, is it right that Macmillan then acquired the series last year? Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a nice fit. Um, they, they have a series called Mac Kids, which Tractor Mac would be a, a natural fit in there. Um, and they've been really great to work with. And uh, the, the books launch in May, and they're not launching all the titles right off the bat. They're launching six of the titles in May, and another four come out in the fall. And then I've just finished, uh, well, we have two new books coming out this spring with the launch. And then I just finished the last painting for the next book called Tractor Mac Teamwork, which won't be out until 2016. Mm. What sorts of changes, uh, if any, were made to some of the older books uh, sort of to get them ready? And were you involved in that process at all? Yeah, very much so. The um, the books, uh, I was a little worried because first they said they wanted to modernize the covers, and I'm, I'm not sure I, that word works with, with Tractor Mac because I try to keep the books based on you know late 40s, early 50s time period, you know, when horses would still be on the farm. So they, what, but what they did was they upgraded the covers to um, bring them more into a, a standardized collection and not quite so hodgepodge. But they, they did a really nice job. They're kind of a, a retro, rustic uh, feel to them. With you know, the covers are, you know, look slightly distressed, but it, and that I think will resonate with with my audience because they, um, I've tried to what I've tried to make is a new classic book that is a kid's favorite bedtime story. And they've actually, some of the two first two books, um, when they were originally published, they were larger. So when they made them into eight by eight formats, a lot of the artwork was cut out. So what Macmillan has done has been able to reclaim a lot of the original artwork that comes back into the books, which I think will be exciting for the readers that are familiar with the first two books. Mm, very nice. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, there's a, a new book, uh, in, or at least two new books in May, uh, one of which is uh, Tractor Mac, New Friend. Uh, is that your first new book for this character in a while? Yes, yeah, so I've been doing about, like I said, about a book a year. Um, and, it, you know, it, I can, it takes me two to four months to create the book and, and get the story all done. Um, so this is the first new book with Macmillan, and it has a, a little red tractor named Daisy who shows up on the farm and, and uh, has to tackle uh, 
reclaiming lost fields, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's about uh, you know uh, having self confidence and, and setting little goals to reach your big goal. Was it finally time for uh, for Mac to get a little help from maybe from another tractor on the farm at this point? Is that the... <laughs> well, people kept asking if he was going to have a a lady friend ever, and and she's just uh, she's a fun little tractor. She's based on a on a farm all cub, and and I try to bring in new characters each book. Uh, the new book actually, the one that I just finished has a steam shovel named Doug, um, but but Daisy was a fun tractor to to create and and a nice character to to put in the story i think it'll i think it'll be very popular and as far as the books that have been out are there certain ones that have uh been uh particular fan favorites or or maybe that are are your own kind of favorites along the way well i think you're always partial to your first one tractor mac arrives at the farm you know when you first get that book and see your name on the spine that is that's a pretty exciting moment and so that's been a a very popular title and we have some holiday theme books uh around the around the holidays that, that sell very well during that time period. Most of my fairs that I do are, are in the fall. So August and September, I'm pretty much every single weekend at a fair or a tractor show. Last year, the farthest we went to was Huron, South Dakota. This year, we're going to a big tractor show in uh, Missouri. Uh, so <laughs> we get around, but the, the, the books sell pretty equal out of the 10 books that we have out right now that they, uh, they people keep... Uh, a lot of them like to get the whole series, and people keep wanting to know what the next book is coming out. So, it's they've been pretty consistent sales-wise. And uh, can you talk a bit about uh, your artwork for the books and what your your process is like? Uh, are these watercolor and ink? Yeah, they're uh, they're watercolor and ink. And I don't have, uh, like I said, my background is not art, um, but I've always been a compulsive doodler. I'm always drawing cartoons and, and can easily amuse myself with pen and paper. How I got into doing children's books, I, I was I got out of the Air Force after the Gulf War, and nobody was hiring for commercial pilots, so I had to get a real job. So I illustrated uh, other people's books for them. I was acted as a ghost illustrator because I was my pen work was strong, but I really didn't know anything else. So I uh, learned how to do the the layouts for the books, and I, I learned quite a lot from one author and illustrator. Uh, who really kind of showed me what I probably would have should have would have learned in art school had I gone. So when it came down to painting the books, I, I really didn't know that much about color. So I bought some books on how to watercolor and and basically found a technique that works for me. Uh, it's a real dry brush technique that I use. And the other thing about uh, the books was when I, like I said, my other job is a, I'm a commercial pilot, so I can take the books or the artwork with me on the road and with watercolor. Uh, TSA doesn't like you bringing tubes of oils or acrylics through security. So, but with watercolor, I just squirt it onto a palette and let it dry, and then I can reconstitute it in a hotel room. So I can get a lot of work done sitting in a hotel room on a layover in Paris or Rome or Rio, wherever I happen to be. Hmm, that's great. Speaking of travel, uh, you're also going to be uh, going out on the road a little bit to promote the books this spring. Is that right? Yeah. In addition to what we do in the fall uh, with McMillan, we're going out on the road in May. Um, and I don't really know the whole itinerary yet. I know Raleigh is one of the destinations, and I think Chicago, but I don't have the whole tour listing yet for all the places that will be, but I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what else can uh, readers uh, sort of look forward to down the road as far as uh, Tractor Mac goes? It's been fun even before we got on uh, with McMillan. We've got uh, Diecast Toys out made by Ertl, which is a company that owned by Tomy. Mm. Um, and we've got dish sets and quilting fabric and uh, 
I hope to we hope to have a we've got a sticker book I think in the works and uh, lift a flat book which will be coming out this spring uh, with little uh, doors that you on the hard hard bound book hardcover book that you have to look through and find all the missing baby chicks which will be a lot of fun. So. Hmm. And uh, do you think you you might uh, expand uh, your ideas, work on anything else, maybe something uh, you know starting a plane or something aviation uh, focused, or do you think it's it's all about Tractor Mac for you going forward? Well, uh, I have another book that was published with uh, Random House called Little Book of Planes, which is out of print, but that would be fun to, to get that reprinted. Um, the second book in Tractor Mac is called Tractor Mac Learns to Fly, where he meets a, a big yellow airplane, which is uh, named Plane Jane. So that's my only foray into the aviation world. But um, right now, uh, I'm just going to uh, stick with the Tractor Mac books. I have several other books waiting in the wings that may be books someday. Uh, one's about a cow that bungee jumps and snowboards. And so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just kind of playing it by ear as we go. Very good. Well, uh, congratulations on uh, being able to share Tractor Mac with a new audience. And thanks for speaking with me. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. Once again, I've been speaking with Billy Steers, whose Tractor Mac picture books are being released and re-released this year by Farrar, Strauss, and Giroux. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast.